Hey, everybody, and welcome. I'm Brian, Marketing Manager here at Kickbox. I'm joined by my colleague, Lauren Meyer, our local deliverability expert and email geek. Today, we're going to be taking on the topic of understanding sender reputation. This is a big topic. It's a, it can go pretty deep, but we're going, to go, we're going to go ahead and try to give everybody a high-level overview so that they can understand this critical component of email deliverability making it consistently to the inbox and improving their email ROI. Sender reputation is really one of those, uh, one of those factors that, uh, I'm sorry, one of those subjects rather that, um, you know, it's pretty, uh, it, it's, it can get really detailed. And I like to think about it sort of as, a, uh, as our credit score, where the inbox providers like uh, Gmail or Microsoft Outlook are, rating us based on our level of trustworthiness and whether or not we deserve to make it into the inbox consistently. So this is something that um, is very important for us to manage, but at the same time, it's really not so obvious. It's not like our credit score in the sense that we can just submit a request to the, the three credit bureaus and then they're just going to give us a, a, a solid number back. It's not a simple, uh, you know, a, a one to, you know, whatever scale, one to 100 or one to 1000 number um, that we can necessarily see. Uh, but it's really important for us to understand what it is so that we can reach the inbox consistently and, um, you know, and, and have good uh, success with our email program. So, you know, Lauren, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, and I think I, I love this analogy that you brought to the table, which is, you know, the credit score, because much like deliverability, much like the credit score, um, you know, it, it's not a static thing. It really it requires you to to maintain it over time. You know, like much like that credit score, there are so many factors to consider, right? How long is your credit history? Have you behaved and paid all of your bills over the last several years? Um, you know, have you kept your debt low, similar to keeping your user complaints and balances low, right? So, um, you know, you may have built up this really great credit history over the past several years, but you know, if you stop paying your bills, you know, if you start racking up a bunch of debt and, and defaulting on your loans, that credit score is going to drop very quickly. And much like the credit score, if your deliverability metrics start to go off the rails and you see lots of user complaints or bounces, um, you know, if you're seeing very low open rates, generally just low interest in the, in the, the, the content that you're sending, you're going to see that your mail is going to start going to the spam folder or, or possibly even get blocked. Um, I would say that, you know, the two main things that you want to focus on here with sender reputation are your IP and your domain reputation. Um, think of the IP reputation more of as kind of what gets you in the door. They can decide that you're legitimate enough to let your mail into their system. Um, but the domain reputation really has become much more important over the last several years. And this is really what's going to determine if your mail ultimately makes it to the inbox or is delivered to the spam folder. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, that brings us to, you know, what are those things that, that influence our sender reputation? Like we mentioned, there's a lot of different things. And it can get a little bit confusing, uh, you know, as, as email senders. Uh, you know, what, uh, how should we interpret all of these, these, uh, these factors? I like to break it down as what are the things that I can actually influence as an email sender and as an email marketer? And what are the things that are telling me whether or not I'm on track, right? So we can say it's like, uh, you know, indicators versus controllable factors. What can I actually do? Sort of like, sort of like driving a car, right? I first need to know what are the things that I actually need to control? You know, if it's, uh, you know, if you're in Europe, of course, you know, you're going to need to know the clutch and the, and the shifter and, you know, the, the gas and the brake and the wheel. And so you need to know the difference between that and your speedometer or your RPMs that tells you when it's time to shift, you know, so on and so forth. So 
something. And I think that's that's kind of a, a way we can we can we can break it down. You know, what do you think, Lauren? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think you know that that's just talking about your own car and managing that and making sure that you're being a conscientious driver. But what about the rules of the road? You need to know those. Uh, you really need to be on the lookout for what other drivers around you are doing and kind of consider those outside factors. Um, you know, especially if you're on a shared IP, it's kind of similar to sharing the road with somebody. So you know, very similar. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's there's different kinds of reputation. You know, I've heard there's there's older ways kind of IP, but you know, there's other ways of of looking at it. You know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, the, the, the four, you know, talking about like indicators and, and the ways that you can really kind of monitor your deliverability and make sure that you're staying on track and, and able to hit the, the inbox consistently. Um, I would say those main, those main signals are going to be your user complaints. And I guess also your unsubscribes, which are kind of very closely paired to the, the spam complaints, um, spam trap hits. So you want to be monitoring those uh, block listings as well as your bounce rates, which are a very simple one. Um, you know, so I guess I'll, I'll just jump in for the first two, which are, are, are complaints and block listings, because I think these are the two that are probably, um, you know, the, 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 the a little bit, more important in certain ways. So user complaints, first of all, um, you know, often referred to as the marked as spam rate are, are very heavily rated by mailbox providers because there's just such a clear indication directly from the user that the mail is not wanted. So uh, pay very close attention to your spam complaint rates and deal with them immediately to prevent damage to your sender reputation. Um, and then much like those spam reports, Unsubscribes are a sign that recipients are looking to get off of the ride, right? So make that process really easy. Um, allow them to, to, to just, you know, to, to unsubscribe from them, you know, from your list. Um, but also try to understand the reasons why they're unsubscribing, right? If you had a very aggressive offer that you sent um, and you saw that the, the, the amount of unsubscribes and complaints went up on that campaign, learn from that. Um, but if you're seeing just a low level of, of you know, complaints or, or unsubscribes for a certain program, also consider that because those can rack up over time and can impact your sender reputation. Yeah, you know, not all factors are created equal. You know, there, there's ones that, um, you know, that marketers struggle with the most, um, but um, thanks for breaking that down for us. So that kind of brings us to the controllable factors. What are the things that, you know, we can actually do as marketers to improve our, uh, our sender reputation? Yeah, and I, you know, I think um, the list of, of controllable factors is quite large, and so that's the really good news for, for marketers. Um, but you know, I, I think I usually refer to this kind of as like the dashboard of a plane. It's not just you know just steering. It's actually just lots of you know levers and dials and lots of little things that you can kind of tweak here and there. Um, but you know, I would say um, you know list collection and maintenance are the most important controllable factor for you because um, data quality really is what drives most inbox placement issues, right? So what I'm talking about here is um, if your list collection practices are a little bit off, right? If you're collecting from sources where you don't have permission to contact people, um, that can be very detrimental, right? Going back to those spam complaints, that can be a huge one. Um, but even if you've built your list through permission, which is the best way to do it, um, you need to make sure that you're continuing to maintain that list, right? Not just removing the hard bounces and the, the unsubscribes and the spam reports, but also looking out for inactives on your list who perhaps just don't find any value in the content that you're sending. All of these things are within your control. Um, and I think the other one that kind of goes right along with the, the maintenance here is really um, look at the volume, right? Mailbox providers love consistency. So make sure that your volume is very consistent, that you're sending at a frequency that is, you know, um, on point that they can kind of track that, that history. 
Um, but also, you know, recipients love consistency as well, right? If they signed up for a weekly newsletter from you, don't just start sending to them daily without informing them of that change because that could result in a negative response from those recipients. So, um, you know, really make sure that you're being consistent. If you are going to be ramping up, you know, your volume, especially for the holidays, make sure that you're doing that sort of like a warm up plan, nice and slow. Um, watch those stats, really focus in on all of these things you can do. Um, I won't really talk about these today, but they're gonna be in the blog post, um, but you really also wanna make sure that you're focusing on the content of your emails, right? So the body of the email, the subject line, the sender address you're using, all of those bits and pieces are super important to making sure the recipients love the content that you're sending. And then of course, authentication. I think authentication is um, at, that, at this point basically um, considered as standard by mailbox providers. It's something that you absolutely should be doing. So if you're not, uh, talk to your ESP or your favorite deliverability nerd so that you can make sure that you are um, properly authenticating all of the volume that you're sending. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you highlighted list collection and management and, uh, you know, and you're sending volume and frequency. You know, of course, content of your emails and authentication matter, but really those factors that you mentioned or that you highlighted uh, really are about, uh, you know, sending wanted email. It, it, yeah. It's really about not forgetting that you're sending to a real person, right? Believe it or not, but the email addresses that you collect actually have a real person behind them. So it's about building relationships, right? It may sound a little bit cliche, but it's true. Um, you know, list collection and management, you want to be sure that you are, uh, that you're gathering information from people who actually want to hear from you, right? If you're trying to build a relationship with them, they need to recall when they, uh, you know, when they gave you permission and they need to actually have a, a an idea of, who you are, of course, right? That's that's baseline. So, of course, uh, you know, I know we're under pressure all the time as marketers to drive revenue, but, you know, purchasing, scraping data, of course, is, is, is always a no-go. And, um, you know, also you mentioned volume and, and, and consistency and frequency. You know, nobody wants to meet somebody, have a good first impression, not hear from them for months, and then suddenly you know, get pitched by them or something like that. Right? Yeah, nothing worse than getting that, that invitation to help somebody move when you haven't heard from them in, in eight months, right? That's, that's... No, exactly, right, or buy something from me. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, totally, you know, we've all been there. But really it's about, it's about building relationships and, and if you're ever wondering, you know, okay, how is this gonna affect my, or how can I improve my sender reputation? Really, it comes down to, uh, you know, what do you need to do to build a relationship with this person? So we can see how our sender reputation is kind of like a credit score and that there's a lot of things that go into it. And while it might not be the most simple thing to understand, um, it's definitely important because it influences everything else we do in our email marketing. And uh, we have to understand it in order to be successful. Um, in the next episode, we're going to tackle email metrics how to measure our deliverability and reach the inbox more consistently. Um, I'm excited about that one because uh, we're gonna have a guest speaker on that one. Alyssa Julian from ConvertKit is, uh, is gonna join us there and Lauren and Alyssa are going to tackle that subject. So uh, we look forward to chatting with everybody then and uh, until next time, take care.